Happy Hump Day! Mike, 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 Mike. I love that commercial. The Camel commercial. You know, the Hump Day commercial. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And it's another gorgeous day in the Valley of the Sun. Get the golf clubs out. The old-timers are still here. Spring training still in effect. And I'm going to tell you, I, I'm I'm ready for it to be 100 degrees. And I say that only for one reason. Because that means everybody will be gone. And the golf courses will be empty. And I'll be able to go out and play. And the price will be affordable. So bring it on. In the meantime... Coming up, we'll be up in Colorado, in Johnstown, this Saturday from 11 to 2, the meet and greet, the barbecue. We got it all ready for you, the giveaways, buying, selling, trading, just saying hello. Make sure you come on down. It's going to be a great, great time. Check out our new digs, the new office. Uh, we got a second show coming up there, uh, working really hard with all the wonderful, wonderful people over there at KHNC. We're, we got, I'm going to tell you this right now. We got big things planned there. Big, big things. Come on down to the meet and greet on Saturday. Wendy's going to be there. I know she's your favorite. <laughs> and I'm, I, I mean that. So I'm not being facetious. I, I mean it. I know you guys love her to death. She'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, Jason's going to be there. Brian's going to be there. Sharon's going to be there. Michael's going to be there. I mean, we're all going to be there. Come on down. Say hello. Yesterday, we actually had, we've got it up. If you go to allamericangold.com, we've got the whole, all the details, the address, the time, and all that. We had a map. Ramon was awesome. He had a map where you could click it for directions. Apparently, that was causing some conflict. Of course. You know, technology is great until you actually want to use it. Uh, so we had to we had to take the map down. Otherwise, it was going to create some problem, and, and I didn't want there to be a problem. So uh, I apologize for that. So, But the address is on, is on our website. If you don't know where the radio station is, it's on the website, and you can plug it into your, into your phone and, and figure it out. And we'll see everybody there Saturday uh, from 11 to 2. A lot going on again, right? Gary Cohn resigned. And I'll say this, of all the cabinet people, he's the guy that I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he's gone. He's a globalist. Uh, he's a liberal. Uh, he's the guy that I believe got uh, Wall Street a the giveaway on the tax cuts, which I we knew they were just going to buy back their own stock. That was all him. Uh, he He's resigning. He was going to... He was going to step down anyway. That everybody kind of knew that the he got mad about the the tariffs and, and all that stuff, so he resigned. Uh, and I, you know, he's going to be around for a few more weeks, but he resigned last night. And I just love it. You know, oh, trade wars and protectionism. Really, that's what it is. Let's see. Uh, these countries have been taking advantage of us for. Well, since we created NAFTA and Gatton, eventually, you know what? Hey, you know what? Yeah, we're tired of it. Somehow that's being protectionist. Right? It's a trade war. No. No, it's not a trade war. Hey, America finally grew a backbone and is actually going to stand up for itself. Huh. Go figure. 
how terrible the news is. Well, you know what? I quit, Mr. President. If we're going to protect ourselves and stand up for ourselves, I don't want any part of it. I'm out of here. I worked for Goldman Sachs. Sorry. Sorry. But, I mean, yeah, that's what he said. Essentially, that's what he said. I mean, he didn't say it like that. But, yeah, I, I quit over these tariffs. How dare we stand up for ourselves? How We don't care about the American worker, Mr. President. Heck, if we did, we would have never have gotten you to stop. Well, not Trump, of course. We would have never gotten Bush and Clinton to go along with that thing got to begin with. I mean, it is amazing. I mean, really. And I, and I watch, and for whatever reason, i got to stop doing it. The more I watch CNBC and Fox News, the matter I get. Right, look at it, I'm going crazy. Right, and, and they, they, they just come out there and act like, oh, oh what is he doing? Oh, this is crazy. I mean, now we're going to have this big trade where it's going to be, everyone's going to get fired and everything's going to cost a million dollars. Really? Let's see, so if I was a business owner, and let's just say uh, that I, I I had gold, and country, pick a country, doesn't matter, Canada's got silver. And for the last 20 years, I'd ship them $200 worth of gold, but they would only ship me $100 worth of silver. How long do you think we'd be around? Right? Week after week, day after day, month after month, we keep coming up on the short end of the stick. What business owner would sign off on that deal? But that's essentially what America did, and we did it with the not just one country. Why do it with one? I got a great idea. Let's do it with all of them. Let's let all of them rip us off, and we'll call it free trade. Yeah, see, we'll give, we'll put the word free right in it because who doesn't like the word free? Everybody likes free, right? Freedom, free food, free this, free that. Apparently, the word that we don't like to use is fair. Because who, who wants that? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 <laughs> I'm just laughing. Uh, the, the Dow, I, it's down like 100. Uh, it was down more than that, but they're all happy right now because this just broke on, on Bloomberg TV. They had Peter Navarro. And Peter Navarro, he, he's on, uh, on Team Trump. And he's a... Well, they like to label it. You know, we got to label people now because that's what we do, right? He's a protectionist. Uh, but he said that on Bloomberg TV that uh, he is not on the list to replace Gary Cohn. And now uh, the Wall Street's like, oh, phew. Man, I thought that was going to be trouble there for a minute because that guy, then we really wanted to be fair. We don't want that. So I think Wall Street feels a little better. It is hilarious. The, the idiot box, CNBC and Fox, they're Larry Kudlow, Larry Kudlow, Larry Kudlow's a moron. I'm sorry. 
I mean, he's about as bad as Gary, Mr. Free Trade. They never saw a deal they didn't like. And, and, and I don't know. Okay, I'll take it back. I'm sure he's not a moron. He's got a lot more money than I do, so he's obviously, I'm the moron. I mean, let's break. We know that. Everybody knows that. But they only care about stock price. And I guess because that's what the business they're in. You know, they're in, they're in the debt business. Now, the one thing I will tell you about Gary Cohn outside of he's a globalist and, and is a, all about, uh, you know, business, big business, not little bit, big business. He was important to the debt markets, too, so it'll be interesting. I think a lot of bond people uh, feel a little less comfortable now that he's not there. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see on that. I'll tell you this, gold's going to wait. We're going to wait for all this to settle out. It's not going to get involved in any of this stuff. It'll wait for it to settle out, and then it'll move on the real news. But these are what these people do, right? So, of course, they'll side with, you know, they come from, uh, you know, trading in debt markets, and whether it's stocks or bonds, and they'll want to do things that would be good for that. And listen, why not? They all hang out with each other, right? The, all the billion, they all hang out. Hey, this will be great for me. It'll be, and all my friends too. I mean, it would be great for Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and and the guy that looks like uh, Austin Powers' nemesis, Doctor Evil, right? The the guy from Amazon, Bezos. It'll be great for him, right? Uh, Jamie Dimon, he's gonna love it, right? My car, all my buddies will love it. And, I, and it's just amazing. Nobody, nobody, I mean, there's an occasion. They'll, they'll throw, like, one guy out there to argue why this is good for America. And then they go right back to how how horrible this is, and they can't believe it, and somebody better get Trump under control, and all, all this other nonsense. And nobody in the right mind, and, and, and really... This is how bad these deals were. They were so bad that I don't blame any of these other countries. Of course I don't. And then, oh, well, they're dumping. Right? They're, 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 they're selling it below cost. We can't do it for that. Duh. What do you think Amazon does? Hey, I got a great idea. Let's sell it cheaper than any of these retailers can sell it for, and we'll put them all out of business, and we'll get a bunch of tax breaks to help us out, and we don't have to pay taxes, and and the post office will give us great rates, and we'll put everybody out of business. Yeah. Well, now we're going to be surprised that these other countries figured it out, what the Chinese... Listen, the Chinese have just proven time and time again, there's a patsy at the table. They're not the patsy, right? You know, my uncle always used to say, if you're at a card game and you don't know who the patsy is, it's you. Yeah, that's us. You know, one of the things, and, and I'll say this, you know, here's the other part. I guess they just don't like a president that's going to do what he says. And, and he's done things that I don't like. I hated that tax cut. Pack. I hated it. I think it's going to be great for gold, but I hated it. Only because I knew giving more money to business wasn't going to create more jobs. 
But we, you know, really think about it. How is it that nobody out there can say, you know, like, well, today. Today I heard of, well, what do they want us to do, go back to the 70s? Right, have you heard that the last few days? Go back to the 70s? You can't go back. And I, and I sit there and I'm like, you know what? I go back all the time. I mean, cars got reversed for a reason, so you can go backwards. Right? You're supposed to learn from your mistakes. And you think about think about what free trade has really done. Let's see. Standard of living declining. Right? Yesterday we talked about, hey, there wasn't even 15 million people on food stamps before free trade. We've had nine years of economic growth. We've got 42 million people still on it. Let's see, is that better or worse? How about pay? Every single metric, none of them mine, okay, because I'm not smart enough to come up with a metric. Every way, even the manipulated Federal Reserve way of calculating wages. Wages have gone down in the United States. That's a fact. Everything, it costs more and buys less, right? You no longer can make it in this country. You know, used to go back to the 70s. Think about the 70s. I mean, yeah, there was some inflation going on, but that had, there's different reasons for that. But most households, only dad worked. Mom stayed home and raised the kids. Today, you're hard-pressed. Find one, right? The ones that do, you know what they do? Right? They're so wealthy, not only does mom not work, they still have a maid. They still got a dance. <laughs> right? I mean, you got that. And then everybody else, it's, it's all hands on deck. The only people that worked part-time in the 70s were the people that actually wanted to work part-time. Almost nobody had a second job. Today we got 58 million people getting a side hustle on. Think about it. How many people you know that are doing more than one thing? Well, you say, hey, I'm just, you know what? I'm just bored. I got nothing better to do. I know. I'll drive drunk people around. That's what I got. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just bored of You know what? I, I'm so bored. I'm going to start uh, selling stuff on eBay because I'm bored. I don't even know what else the people do. Oh, yeah, I know. You know what? I'm bored. And I think I'm going to go and be a waitress or a waiter because I'm bored. Yeah, because, you know, it's always great. I love that. Right? I get get to pick up after people, you know, and, and take their order and get treated like crap and listen to some guy that uh, who's got a college degree. You know, when's that coming? Waiters and waitresses. By now, today we had this great big, uh, well, of course, it was a survey job number. A good number, though, 235. 35,000. That's a good number. Of course, what led the way again? You know what it is. But I'm going to tell you anyway, because I like to tell you waiters and waitresses, number one again. Right? That's the great job. 
and, and it amazes me as I listen to these people on the idiot box and they talk about, what do we want to do, go backwards? Yeah. Let's see. Uh, less people were on the doles of the government. You didn't have to have a side hustle. You didn't have to have both people working. All of that sounds pretty good to me. And they talk and they act like it's hor- horrible. Oh, that's crazy talk. This is a trade war. No, no, not a trade war. It's simply, you know what? We're done being the patsy. And here's the thing. This is just what I believe. I'd love to see all these countries do it without us. I believe in America. I believe that we can do this without China. I believe that we can do this without Europe. I believe that we can do it without the Canadians and the Mexicans. Why? Because we've done it before. And I believe that we can do it again. I don't believe that they can do it without us. Where was China 20 years ago? Who were they? They were nothing. I mean, remember one time, right? And, and of course, I don't remember it then, but I saw the picture. When Richard Nixon was on Newsweek, before he wasn't a crook, and then he was, I don't know. But he was on Newsweek because he went to China. Remember? We didn't even know it real where is that? Right, where's that on the map? Oh, okay, well, that's, it looks pretty big. Everybody's on an oxen in a rice field. <laughs> now, think about it, now we're worried about anything. Oh, what are they going to do? What's China going to do? They're going to retaliate. It's going to be big problems. Right, how did they get there? They didn't do it on their own. We gave it all to them. And all of these companies whose stocks are going down because of it are the ones that went over there to give it to them. Listen, make no mistake about it. General Motors sells more cars in China than they do here. Here's the funny part, though. They make ten times the amount of profit here than they do over there. Yeah, let that sink in for a little bit. Right? They took all of the worker pay. Remember when you worked for General Motors, you made $28 an hour? Yeah, you don't do that anymore. But maybe if you're lucky, they gave you $1,000. I don't know, maybe. And really, you start thinking about, you know, pharmaceuticals. It's another great one. You know that you could, uh, I'll use this example. And I know this is a, this is a uh, family show. But if you have little ones, you may want to have them leave the room. I'll give you a second. I'm not going to say anything dirty, but I'll give you a second. Clear out the little kitties. They don't need to hear this. And I'm waiting. Okay. So now the kitties are gone. You know those commercials for the little blue pill. You know the one I'm talking about. If it lasts longer than four hours, you got to go to the doctor. Okay, that one. Ten of those pills here is $600. I'm not going to, I, just for, for uh, to be clear, not not for, I don't, it's not me. I'm not the one buying them. Not yet, anyway. Hopefully that doesn't happen for a while, but anyway. Ten of them 
are $600. Or you can go to a Canadian pharmacy online and get 90 of them for $100. Okay, and, and I'm just using that one because it's one I know of. And there's and just replace that drug with any other drug. Do you know that they've done that on purpose? Yes, the pharmaceutical companies sell all of their drugs a whole lot cheaper to everybody else in the world, except for America. Why? Because we're going to make the big money there, and 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 we're don't worry. Yeah, we're going to buy back our own stock, and our executives are going to get paid millions and millions, and we're going to, we're going to form a corporation in Ireland to dodge taxes, but we're going to spend that money on research, and it'll be okay. We'll call it even. Just in case you didn't know that. I know a lot of you older folks, you know that. Why do you think over near Yuma we've got a huge... Uh, old person commune right near the border there near in San Luis. It's only for one reason. Stop it. <laughs> oh, it's such a great area. I just love it out here. No. Because once a month they got to drive across the border to the Mexican pharmacy because they can't afford to buy it here in the United States. Paper Radio News Hour. Don't you love free trade? We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The late Margaret Thatcher once explained how she achieved her improbable success as Britain's longest-serving prime minister. Her pithy reply... First you win the argument, then you win the vote. Thatcher's motto explains how President Trump was able to win the early year shutdown showdowns with Democrats. First he won the argument. Democrats, led by Senator Chuck Schumer, turned the lights back on when they realized they were losing the argument with the American people. In order to win the debate, though, Trump first had to frame the debate, which he did brilliantly on Twitter. Democrats are far more concerned with illegal immigrants than they are with our great military or safety at our dangerous southern border. U.S. citizens should not lose access to our own government in order to protect people who have no right to be here in the first place. By forcing the shutdown, as Trump said on Twitter, the Democrats are turning down services and security for citizens in favor of services and security for non-citizens. Not good. Meanwhile, the New York Times reported that Senator Schumer's decision to end the government shutdown enraged liberals who accused the lawmakers of betrayal and threatened to mount primaries against some of the Democrats who voted yes. It's hard to overstate how disgusted many progressive leaders are, a Times columnist observed. Trump cut off the Democrat leadership from their own base, which they will need for the upcoming midterm elections. Twice now, Democrats have backed down on immigration and have reopened the federal government with practically nothing to show for it. The reality is, Trump and conservatives in Congress are educating the American people to just how badly mass illegal immigration and amnesty hurt our American workforce and our economy. USA Today has admitted there are over 3.5 million dreamers in our country, a number that is far greater than commonly known, and far greater than the nearly 700,000 DACA recipients. Thanks to Trump's winning the argument first, the American people now recognize that they just don't agree with the liberals' amnesty 
for millions of illegal immigrants. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Everything's down today. Dow's down 170. S&P's down 11. NASDAQ's down 12. Gold's down 10. Now, gold's down 10 because Peter Navarro's not going to be the new economic advisor. Uh, so, I, I again, I it doesn't matter. Uh, it it really, really doesn't. It, it's, it's one of those things, though, where I'll tell you nothing more than another great buying opportunity uh, because, th- listen, this is it. If this is going to work, right, we got to bring the jobs back. We got to get the factories going again. I know. Isn't it horrible how many people don't want the factories to come back to America? Right? And you, you ask any billionaire, none of them want it. <laughs> I don't want that. Why? Because it'll be bad for stock. Right? It'll cost, yeah, things are going to cost more. Right? They keep worrying about, remember the Fed for 10 years, they've been worried about deflation. I know how to get rid of deflation. So, going back to the seven, doesn't sound like that bad of an idea to me. You know? Where we could actually work one job have a decent wage you know and of course unfortunately for us you know there's almost no aluminum plants even left in the United States anymore that's how bad it you know you don't even notice Uh, but we'll have to wait and see that was the news of the day Uh, as I mentioned earlier ADP uh, the private job survey 235,000 job leisure and hospitality led the way Uh, and again matter of fact Really, there I, there was some construction growth, and I think fourteen thousand manufacturing jobs. Uh, but those jobs, I, I'd love to see what they were. Uh, other news: start of the spring housing market has yet to energize the mortgage market, as the latest number from the Mortgage Bankers Association show uh, mortgage application volume down five percent last week. 6% the week before, so we're kind of somewhere between 4 and 6%. Uh, and, and I guess what happens if when the 10-year note crosses 3? We're going to be down 8, 10? Uh, the average contract for 30-rate fixed, 30-year fixed uh, with a conforming loan balance of 453000 uh no no movement, 4.65 is the rate, the highest level since January of 2014. And remember what we talked about in the bond market, the low end of the bond market, we're at 10-year highs. Here at the, at least on the 30-year fix, which is based off the 10-year note, uh, we're only at four-year highs. Rate, uh, rate inch higher overall last week. Over the potential trade tariffs, yeah, there you go. So it, 
anything you can do to blame it on tariffs, that's what they're going to do. Uh, but refinancing, uh, new home loans, all of those down about the same, about about five percent uh, across the board. That was out also today. And then, oh, I forgot. I almost forgot about this one: the trade deficit. Right? How how bad is the trade deals that we currently have? If you strip out oil, okay. The trade deficit is at an all-time record high. For it was January, but take out oil. The trade deficit hit an all-time record high. That's how bad the deal is. By the way, the deficit, the trade deficit, came in much worse than expected, uh, up five percent to fifty-six point six billion dollars which would be $680 billion of wealth leaving the United States. By the way, it was the biggest deficit in 10 years. 56.6, the largest deficit in 10 years, the largest deficit ever recorded if you strip out oil. They said imports were little changed, 200 in 57.5 billion exports fell to 200 billion <laughs> again i'm just going to ask the question how long do you think we can do this the report came just hours after trump once again slammed the u.s trade deficit tweeting from bush one to present Okay, so the older George Bush to present. Our country has lost more than 55,000 factories. 55,000 factories. Six million manufacturing jobs. Now remember, I'm not even going to do the, you know, a manufacturing job creates four other jobs, right? I'm not doing that. The accumulated trade deficit since Bush won more than $12 trillion. Last year's trade deficit was almost $800 billion. <laughs> now, I'm gonna, again, I'm going to ask you, that anybody with just an IQ of higher than room temperature with a little common sense would look at those numbers and say, man, that doesn't sound like we've got a very good trade policy. But yet, you, when you turn on the idiot box, everybody's all up in arms, and Gary Cohn, I'm resigned, I quit. I quit if we're going to be doing this. And you look at it, and you're like, what am I missing? Twi you know how great it would be? Think about the deficit since then. Gosh, it, it the deficits up uh, from Bush one. It was I want to say Bush one started in the three trillion range. We're about a hundred billion dollars away from twenty one trillion. 
So the deficit's gone up $18 trillion. And that's not counting with the Fed and all the other, you know, other stuff, but it's gone up $18 trillion. And on top of that, we've sent $12 trillion of wealth to other countries. I wonder if those two go hand in hand. Wouldn't it be nice if we were talking about a deficit that had yet to hit $10 trillion? Instead of talking about a deficit that's hit $21 trillion on our way to forty, yeah, It's amazing when you put the numbers together. Deficits, China, $35 billion in a single month. The EU, $15 billion. Germany, $6 billion. Mexico, just under $6 billion. Japan, just under $6 billion. OPEC countries, $2.5 billion. India, Taiwan, Canada, South Korea, France, Saudi Arabia. We run deficits with everybody. Paper Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. I just think that as I've rattled off just about every country in the world that we have a deficit with, you think they're thinking, oh, crap. Who elected that guy? Now everyone's going to know that we've been ripping them off. I mean, how long would we tolerate that? You wouldn't tolerate that. But yet here we are. Not only are we going to tolerate it, they're going to celebrate the fact that <laughs> Maybe another guy like Gary Cohen can take his place. Speaking of taking his place, you know, we used to talk about Big Brother's going to be watching, and people used to laugh. You know what? It was one of the things that that uh, made me believe Eric was crazy. You know, and I when I first started here, I always used to talk about the tinfoil helmet, and we actually have – I've got – Two different customers actually made us tinfoil helmets. They're in my studio. And how crazy that was. And now you fast forward to today, and it's just common knowledge, right? We get tracked everywhere. Uh, but I didn't know this. Uh, movie Pass. Have you heard of this? Everyone knew the Movie Pass deal is too good to be true. And apparently, if you got the Movie Pass app, Right, you got these great discounts on movie tickets. Right, another thing, there's no inflation. Have you gone to the movies lately? It's it's crazy the pricing. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen dollars for a movie ticket. As is so often the case these days, the deal's too good to be true. It is. It turns out. You know, you were not the customer, you were the product. They're not even attempting to camouflage it anymore. MoviePass CEO Mitch Lowe told an audience at a Hollywood event that MoviePass, we know all about you. Yeah. His talk, his he he was speaking at the entertainment. Finance Forum. You know, there's big bucks there. His talk was entitled, Data is the New Oil. How will MoviePass monetize it? That was was the title of his speech. Data is the new oil. 
And how are we going to make money on that data? We got an enormous amount of information. We watch how you drive from your home to the movies. We watch where you go afterwards. It was, it's no secret that MoviePass is planted on making hay out of the data collected through its service. But what I imagined and what I think most people imagined was there would be interesting next generation data about ticket sales. <laughs> you know, what maybe when you went on the app, what movies you looked at, right? Something to that effect. And maybe some testing of, you know, promotional stuff. Hey, if we offered you a free soda, would you go to this movie or something like that? I don't think anyone knew that they would be tracking your location even before you left your home and then follow you while you drive back and head out for drinks afterward. I I mean, think about it. How do they get away with that? And I'm just thinking, and of course, you know, it's not just that we hear about it with Uber and all these other things, and it's just another one of these, I guess, uh, I, I, one more thing, right? We're going to get an electronic currency. They're going to know, talk about knowing everything about everybody. It's going to happen. Right? I'm sure they're probably going to start uh, calling movie chain blockchain so their stock could quadzipple and everything else of the... You'll wake up in the morning from the, t- the second you wake up to, to where you go to bed. They're going to say, here's everything this guy did today. How do you like it so far? I'm just saying. Wouldn't it be better if we went backwards a little bit, back to when we only worried that only the wackos worried about being spied on versus knowing that we're actually being spied on. And you know what? Quite honestly, let's face it, there's really nothing you can do about it. What are you going to do? I mean, I know you can not sign up for MoviePass, but Apple's tracking you. Google's tracking you. I mean, everybody's tracking you. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm amazed that that is, how is that even legal? Right, we're going we're gonna to be able to sell, and then you're going to sell that data to people? I don't. What, what do I know? 800-951-0592. At least with us, I hear, here's two things I'll promise you. We don't want to track you. Unlike our competitors, we don't call you. Right? We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do any of that stuff. We're not going to call you every day for the rest of your life until you're dead. Right, when you call, the, especially like the places on TV that their ads are seemingly never in, yeah, they'll try to call you month after month, week after week for the rest of your life till you're dead or you move. But you got to actually change their phone number, too. We don't do any of that stuff. What you do with it after that is up to you. There's no tracking devices. <laughs> I'm not going to track you from as you're coming in to Patriot and as you're leaving. I'll have no idea where it is. 800-951-0592. You know, think about it. Maybe one of the last products you can say that for is. I mean, go to the grocery store now. you got to have your card. Right? right? you got to have that. 
who goes into Fry's or Safeway without their card, right? Costco, they won't even let you in without the card, right? Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on this Wednesday. Monday, we ran a $5 lib special. And you know what's so funny is we've sold, we sold more yesterday than we did Monday. And it, where there's actually people leaving uh, messages on our machine again last night as they listened to the podcast and whatnot. We're going to do it again. We were able to do it again. We've got, I don't know, 60, 75, $5 liberties. These are the old ones, 1866 to 1907. $355. You're going to be saving, what, uh, $25 of coin today. $25 a coin on a $5 lib, $355 per coin. And I'll do the same thing. If you buy 20 or more, I'll throw in the shipping. That's $7,100 at 800-951-0592. The Dow's down about 250 now. Uh, gold's off 10 at 1325 uh, Silver's down uh, about about 30 cents, 1642 on silver right now. 800 951 Throw some Silver Eagles in there, too. I'm telling you, Silver's going to roar. It's just a matter of time. Uh, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, 400 bucks today. Uh, by the way, if you're going to Johnstown on Saturday, just want to remind you, I got a call uh, from one of our customers. They said, they want you there. We want you there. Highway 60 on the west side of uh, Milken, the, the bridge is out. And I think most people there probably know that, so... Uh, take a, take an alternative route if you're coming that direction on Saturday to Johnstown uh, to come to the meet and greet and the barbecue. Uh, the bridge is out there on the on Highway 60. Uh, just to let you all know that uh, again, we'll be there 11 to 2. Uh, we're gonna barbecue, uh, meet, and Wendy and I are gonna be there. Uh, Sharon and Michael are going to be there. I encourage all of you this, and we're going to we're going to feed you. We're going to give giveaways. Uh, if you have it in your heart to make a donation to the station, we'll have a box there for that. And we're, and we're it's just going to be a lot of fun. You want to do business? We'll take care of it. If you're going to do a large purchase or you're going to sell a large quantity, please call me today so we can have the arrangements made at eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two, and we'll, that way we can have it all ready to go and not have any problems. Uh, but like I said, we'll have plenty of product available uh, if you want to purchase uh, there as well at the office at KHNC on Saturday. Uh, today's special, and it, and it again, we've been running fantastic, just fantastic opportunities. These five dollar liberties, I love fractionable material. And, and, you know, and it's divisible. It, these are kind of, hey, if it really hit the fan, maybe you needed a generator. Maybe you needed, uh, you know, a, a chicken coop or what? I don't know. Whatever it may be, pay your property taxes. This is the coin that would do that. Uh, the U.S. $5 Liberties, $355 today. Save $25 a coin. If you buy 20 or more, we'll throw in the shipping at 800 951 
0592. We'll see. We'll see what tomorrow brings. I can't wait. I, I mean, every day now, it's just getting more and more exciting. Pedro Radio News Hour. Enjoy the rest of the hump day.